KAYT 88.1 FM is a non-profit educational and charitable organization founded in 1989 by Kimberly Holman Casses and is recognized and certified as a 5013C non-profit organization. KAYT 88.1 FM. This is the Miracle Revival Hour broadcast. I'm your host, Pastor David Paul, from Fairfield, Connecticut in the USA. Wherever you're hearing my voice around the world, it's not a coincidence. This is Divine Appointment. Stay tuned. In a moment, I'll take you into one of our exciting services already in progress where we're sharing continued highlights of an anointed message. I'm preaching about Moses and uh, Moses finding his destiny. The, uh, the title of the sermon is From the Penthouse to the Outhouse. Moses' life seemed to work in reverse. He went from the good thing to the bad things, but in those hard times is when he learned the destiny that God had planned for him. I know the portion of the sermon you hear today is going to minister to you, and at the close of the broadcast, I'll tell you how you can obtain the complete sermon absolutely free. I want to sow it into your life, so be ready to write down the details. I'll share them later. If you're a first-time listener, we're here every weekday, Monday through Friday at this same time. You can also listen to our program and get more information about our ministry by visiting our website. You'll find us on the internet at pastordavidpaul.org. That's pastordavidpaul.org. Before we get today's segment of the message underway, here's our upcoming schedule of Holy Ghost Miracle Healing Blessing and prophetic services. Join us when we're in your area. It's an awesome night. We preach the word, pray for the sick. God confirms his word through prophetic release, signs, wonders, and miracles. Don't miss it. One week from tomorrow night, on Friday night, September the 26th, I'll be in Elizabeth City, North Carolina at the Elizabeth City State University Graduate Center, 1704 Weeksville Road. That's in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, Elizabeth City State University Graduate Center, 1704 Weeksville Road, next Friday night. September the 26th at 7.30. Then Friday night, October the 3rd, I'll be in Jackson, Mississippi in the Grand Ballroom of the Jackson Clarion Hotel, 5075 Interstate 55 North. It's on the West Frontage Road of Interstate 55, just south of Briarwood Road. That's the Jackson Clarion Hotel, 5075 Interstate 55 North Jackson, Mississippi, Friday night, October the 3rd, 7.30. And Friday night, October 10, I'll be in Detroit, Michigan at the Kobo Exhibition Center, number one Washington Boulevard, downtown Detroit, the Kobo Center, Friday night, October 10 at 7.30 p.m. in all of our meetings, all seats are free. Now let's go to church. More of our sermon from the penthouse to the outhouse. Hallelujah. At that time, there is a woman 
whose husband is of the tribes of Levi. The Bible lets us know that he takes a wife, she gives birth to a son, and for three months, she hides him. Now, not only is it a miracle that you could hide him for three months after birth, because you know how babies are. They don't care who's around. They don't care who's holding them. They'll mess their britches while you hold them as well as the next fella. <laughs> They'll cry. They don't care who, who's holding them. But not only did she hide him for three months after birth, but she had to hide the pregnancy. No mean feat. Hello. She grew almost every day. Looked like she swallowed the watermelon seed. That thing growing in her. Obviously, she had to increase the size of her garments and wear them loose and billowy. Finally, the time of delivery came and she brings forth a man-child. And instead of it being a time of celebration and joy, there was a trepidation and a fear that gripped the family's heart because they knew the edict of Pharaoh that they were to destroy every man-child. So she hides the boy and for three months, finally as he grows and becomes too large and too vociferous, too loud, she realizes that she's got to do something else. And so she devises a plan and she takes the reeds, the bulrushes by the river Nile and she forms them into a little ark, a little boat and pitches them with tar, wraps the baby in this little ark and puts him there in the midst of the bulrushes. Having watched the comings and goings of Pharaoh's daughter, she realizes that this is a place reserved for the upper echelon of the Pharaonic society. This is the, uh, the upper egalitarian class of the Egyptians and she hides the baby there and upon a day that Pharaoh's daughter comes to bathe and her whole retinue of people, her helpers, her servants, her maids in waiting come with her. She begins to bathe herself and the daughter of this woman who in fact is Moses' sister, a little girl watches and spies as what happened and the baby begins to make noise and is discovered among the reeds of the bulrushes and it is Pharaoh's daughter that sees him and when the ark of the, the, the little boat is open, her heart is smitten and she calls him Moshe which is from the Hebrew word masha, means drawn out of. He was drawn out of the river, drawn out of the bulrushes, and she's smitten with this baby. Mamas, you can understand that. Even if it's not your baby, you can pick up a stranger. Oh, look at him. Bless his heart. You kiss him and get some. Oh. You know right where they hide the sugar. Don't sit there and act cute like you don't know what I'm talking about. Huh? She looked at that baby and her heart was smitten with that child and she vows to raise him and he's installed in Pharaoh's palace as even the son of Pharaoh's daughter, the grandson of the Pharaoh. He is treated royally. He doesn't know a hard day in his life. And of course you understand that having been rescued at three months, he has no memory of the hardship of his origin, of his genesis. He has no recollection. He doesn't know. And yet as he grows in the house of Pharaoh, there is something restless. There is something ill at ease within him because he finds himself, though he is surrounded with all the splendor and all the wonder and the regal uh, royal riches of Pharaoh's palace, there's something wrong. He feels like a fish out of water. He feels that he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. There comes a day when he goes out and he's looking in the fields and he sees these servants, these Hebrew people, having been alerted that his identity is in fact with those people, he now begins to put two and two together. Now he understands why he is ill at ease in Pharaoh's palace. 
He understands why he doesn't seem to fit in. As he watches the Hebrews oppressed, he watches those taskmasters of the Egyptians bringing the onerous task and burden upon the people. Something rises up in Moses' heart and the injustice roils him on the inside and he realizes that he must redress this malady, that he must do something that will say, wait a minute, this is wrong. These are my people and I'm willing to do something about it for you understand that Moses did not bring the hangups of the Hebrews to this equation. He had been raised in Pharaoh's palace. Servants were at his beck and call. When he asked for something, all he had to do was wish for it, and it was his. So therefore, when he saw an onerous situation, when he saw an ungodly situation, he felt no trepidation. He felt no reservation about addressing it. When he sees one of the Egyptians dealing unrighteously with a Hebrew, he smites the Egyptian. And let me stop for just a moment. Up until now, Moses' life follows that religious parable from rags to riches, from nowhere to somewhere, from being a nobody to a somebody, and we can just stop there and shout. But the truth is that if we stop there and don't tell you the rest of the story. We do you an injustice and let me tell you why. If all we wanted to do was be caught up in the romanticization of religion and get caught up in the fairy tables and fables that the church likes to present as reality, we would go no further. But Moses' life is about to take a drastic downturn. He's about to go from riches to rags. He's about to go from somewhere to nowhere. He's about to go from uh, being a somebody to being a nobody. He's about to go from the penthouse to the outhouse. Now this may not do anything for you, but as I look at this, I can identify. Because I know what it is to begin a Christian journey and be on that fast track. Oh, some of you know because you've been there. When you got saved, God filled you with a zeal and God filled you with a fire. God said, I'm going to use you. I'm going to cause you to bring many into the kingdom. Maybe God promised you ministry. God promised you blessing. God promised you increase. And oh, what a joy it was every morning that you woke up with Jesus. It was a new day and you couldn't wait to talk to him. You couldn't wait to read his word. You couldn't wait to fellowship with him. And every day... We've got to pause the message right there. We'll pick it up, I promise, at that spot tomorrow. Don't miss as we continue our sermon from the penthouse to the outhouse. Now, even though I'll share more tomorrow, I will not have time to share the complete sermon here on the broadcast. I want you to hear the whole thing. I'm making it available free of charge if you'll write me today. Write in request gift offer M, that's the letter M for message, M301. That's gift offer M301, the sermon entitled From the Penthouse to the Outhouse. When you write, be sure and let me know whether you want the sermon on a CD or a cassette. Also include your name, mailing address, and the call letters of this station, and feel free to share your prayer needs. Again, it's 
gift offer M301, and be sure and tell me whether you want it on CD or cassette. Address your letter to me, Pastor David Paul. David like the giant killer and Paul like the apostle. Pastor David Paul, Post Office Box 919, Fairfield, Connecticut, 06824. Pastor David Paul, P.O. Box 919, Fairfield, Connecticut, 06824, and that's in the USA. Allow two to three weeks for delivery of your free order. For rush delivery, call my toll-free order line at any time. Charge a gift of $7 or more to a credit or debit card, and the sermon ships within 48 hours. That toll-free number, 866-SERMONS, 866-737-6667, or 866-SERMONS. But the only way to receive the sermon for free, you must submit your request in writing. Ask for gift offer M. 301. Be sure and tell me whether you want it on CD or cassette. Include your name, mailing address, and the call letters of this station. And if this ministry is a blessing, would you prayerfully consider enclosing a generous tax-deductible love gift to help? If you write a check or money order, just make it payable to SLC. Those are the initials of our ministry. SLC stands for Spiritual Life Crusades. And address your letter, Pastor David Paul, P.O. Box 919, Fairfield, Connecticut, 06824 in the USA. I'll be looking for your letter. Look for you back here tomorrow. Till then, Jesus loves you and I do too. This is the 70,000 watt voice of the community. K-A-Y-T. Gina Alexandria. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, Church of the Living God, 1279 Pickett Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Say what you want to say about me, but you leave past the